Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply na, 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 na. The White Cliffs of Dover. Vera Lynn, 100 years old today. Dame Vera Lynn, uh, a champion to the forces and two members of the special forces here with you uh, today, supporting the Manchester United that we love and know oh so well. Welcome home, baby. Uh, my name's Eddie Nestor, reporting from here in Londinium. And over there in Manchester is Bobby Meekin. Good day to you, sir. Good evening to you. Uh, so I trust all is well, rain is falling, and everything is good in your world. Absolutely, absolutely. Beautiful spring conditions here in, in this Salford oasis. Okay. So look, last week, we predicted two victories, and guess what? Yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, two victories, let's be frank, we'd have been very disappointed, stroke, you know, <laughs> surprised, know, stroke, shocked if we hadn't got them, but we've got them. We've got them. That's the key. Ne- neither of them was particularly comfortable, though. I mean, no. uh, Rostov, first of all, I mean, really squeaky, bummy, kind of unnecessarily kind of close that one was, wasn't it? Well, yes, against the Russians, it was, we, we, had, we left ourselves something to do, of course. After the uh, after the first leg, and then and we we think we were bombarding them early on, but it just wouldn't go in for us. And uh, I was just relieved to get a fairly tricky, niggly fixture out of the way. To I was just relieved that Matter got on the end of that that wonderful move from Zlatan that opened up the space for him. And uh, yeah, just just glad that one was out of the way because it was a pretty miserable state of affairs having to traipse over to South Russia the week before as well, which obviously didn't help the energy of our players just for the subsequent matches. No, no. And of course, Mourinho picking up on that. Lots in the uh, papers about, uh, you know, enemies in terms of Mm. the way that things have stacked up against Man United, how many games they've got to play coming back from a long trip like that and playing and just, I mean, this is the Mourinho of old, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And it's a familiar story. When things that aren't going right for him. He does throw his toys out the pram and begins all these sort of conspiracy theories. But He's aren't like they going Napoleon right, Bobby? Figure. I mean, here you go, undefeated since October. Aren't things going right for yeah. him in the league and also, days? 
I, mean, I think going on about lots of enemies, at the end of the day, the reason Manchester United having to play on Thursday night is because they weren't good enough to get into the Champions League last season. There's no conspiracy. It's just the way football is laid out for all teams who have to be in the Europa League as well. So it's, it's, what, it's what you get with Mourinho. I, I mean, I happen to be a, a fan of his as well. And I think, I, I, I certainly hope the good outweighs the bad, but you do get this nonsense with him sometimes. I would also say that Mourinho still has a feeling really in his heart that this Manchester United team isn't quite fit for purpose. It isn't the quality of team that he wants. And he knows he's got a lot of work to do. And the way, so he does become, go a little bonkers amid all that. Because I think he knows, like a mad professor, that there's going to be plenty of work to do over the summer if Manchester United are really going to be realistic challengers next season. Well, I wonder, we're no further behind than anybody else. I mean, Chelsea are the runaway winners, right? And we yeah. know what the change is there. How far are we behind Man City? How far are we behind... Liverpool, Tottenham, or Arsenal, really? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, at the moment, we're, because we're, it, it, it's, it's a bit uh, deceptive because we've just played the 27 games. So I, we're on the 52 points. If, for argument's sake, we, we won that particular game, then we're two points behind City or in third. Liverpool, of course, are the ones really we want to chase because uh, we could overtake them if we can get there, we can win those games in hand. But, of course, that, as we know, we can't take that for granted. No. No, and, and it's always a bad, bad, bad idea to take those uh, for granted. Oh, in yeah. terms of Middlesbrough, though, let, let, let's get mm. to this game against Middlesbrough because, <coughs> excuse me, we did play them. I did wonder, you know, a goalkeeper with a point to prove uh, mm. and a team with a new manager and a new front line, it did worry me a lot. Yeah, the goalkeeper certainly proved a point later on, but we'll probably come to that afterwards. But, uh, I, I felt so was, sorry for him. Isn't 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 oh, football a really cruel game? Luck. He'd made it that double cruel. save in the first half, and then, as yeah. if to prove the reason he wasn't quite good enough for Manchester United, yeah. we had that slip. Horrible. It is. And it's the law of averages for goalkeepers that you're going to have these sort of clown-like errors occasionally, and unfortunately happened against his former club. But, yeah, again, I mean... I mean it was a, I was worried there was going to be a reaction for Middlesbrough. You know, when, you know, when, they've, when they've just lost a manager, teams often do respond. Look at the way Leicester suddenly started playing uh, recently. But um, I, thought, I thought United handled, handled things very, very well. Great goal from Lingard, who proves again, even though I'd never see him as a, a first-team starter too regularly, that the guy also does have a, a good finish on him at times. What do you make of that then, goal? Oh, wonderful. Yeah, it was a rocket, wasn't it? Um, yeah, unstoppable. So it was a lovely goal. I thought the way they set up was quite interesting as well. I mean, Ashley Young has been has proved a fairly intelligent sort of addition to the squad when needed recently. I thought that that was encouraging. Even even because Fellaini got on the score sheet early on. I'm never my heart is never full of joy when he's when he's in the starting lineup. To be fair, you know he he did a job for them. Then of course their goalkeeper at the end was extremely unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, t- t- tough times. But we had to win that game. That, that game, it. you couldn't... If we didn't beat Middlesbrough, who haven't scored since Adam was a boy, and they did score against us, which is equally yeah. worrying, I must say, because it is like we are conceding a goal a game, aren't we? Yeah, and I mean, there, there was talk then, you know, a few months ago when we were talking about the surprise success of the United defence. It was Phil Jones and Rocco, basically, wasn't it? With Valencia obviously playing well on the right, then whoever happened to be playing that Saturday or Sunday on the left. But we seem to be quite confident in our defence. And again, now, question marks again are attached to that. We, we still don't really know what's our best lineup. He essentially played a, a back three, didn't he? Well, yeah, he's been playing a back three for the last few games. Yeah, he's and, forced and he's to, isn't he? He's experimenting still, isn't he? He's experimenting with that, I think. 
convinced. He's not convinced what 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 his best defensive lineup is. You'd say right now, well, Valencia is certainly on the right hand side, but then out of Smalling, Bay, Jones, Rocco, they're, they're all, you know, they've all they've all competing still for those places. Left back, well, God only knows. So I, I do think there's some uncertainty there, and I'd be far happy like a lot of fans we did have a, a, a clearer back four or a back three that we thought well, that's nailed down that's that's our line that's our first choice we don't really have a first choice defense at the minute there's a lot of people competing for positions well he did great with Chelsea the second time round, where he had to move people sell yeah, people did. to generate funds I mean he's already mm. bought some money back in uh, you would imagine Schweinsteiger will bring a few quid in, though not many. Mm. Although, you know, if he got rid of the left-back he now, he didn't buy when he was at Chelsea, and he clearly doesn't fancy him here. Fossa Mensa, yeah. if he doesn't like him, he could get some money uh, through. He can't, there yeah. is some money there to get, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, if, if you're looking at sort of potential, I mean, I mean, who, we can't, we can only second guess here who, who might go, but obviously Luke Shaw is yet to convince Will Mourinho give him enough time prove himself the jury's out there Fossi meant at the start of the season we spoke about really we thought he was going to be one of the defensive stars of this year but that hasn't happened Mourinho clearly hasn't trusted him Schweinsteiger he doesn't want there but Schweinsteiger's been able to dig his heels and he's on a very lucrative contract and uh, he's playing it in a fairly canny way if you know, on, on, certainly on the financial front and you think then, well is he going to while Ashley Young's been a decent utility player recently is it really time to, to get rid of him I one that uh, Darmian. worries me, Darmian certainly, Martial worries me that I think that the relations there with Martial's agent that said the odd stupid thing as well, that that may still end in tears. I mean, that that, that for me might be one of the, the surprise departs that would obviously divide a lot of opinion. But uh, I get I get the sense still that things aren't all that, you know, he does look like Lasalt, doesn't he? He does, and it, it's one happy. of those typical ones that come back to haunt us because I think he's a he's potentially a top player. He's certainly shown it in flashes. Uh, this season has been, well, again, there's been there have been flashes of talent for him. But it's been a largely frustrating one for him. And the start of the season, I thought, I had my my sort of great dream was going to be that it was going to be Zlatan with Rashford and Martial buzzing around him. I thought that would be fantastic with all that sort of pace around the grandmaster, you know, holding things up, but. That's never really been a consistent sort of formation for us. Well, I mean, he's played games according to the opponents. I mean, it's gone other yeah. days where this is my best eleven, and they're going to play every game, right? Yeah, of course, of course. So, so you know, I think that he's you know trying to look after uh, you know Carrick. He's try he's trying to do all sorts of things, and, and just like I suppose, just like John Terry at Chelsea. We barely even talk about Rooney anymore. It's just, it's gone, hasn't it? There's no way it's you can faded. come from where he is and come back into that team as a valuable member, I don't think. Well, as football fans, we're all guilty of having the sort of short attention spans, aren't we? It's, it's the immediacy of the thing all the time. You're right with John Terry. He's like, you know, John who, you know, at Chelsea. Yep. It's been a linchpin of that it's team gone. for decade plus and the same with Rooney I mean we used to spend you know half the podcast yep. talking about Rooney I mean I was defending him three years ago when people were saying he should be kicked out now I would have to concede it probably is the best for the player to go and I hope I hope he, he can have a sort of decent sort of autumn of his career somewhere but I don't think it makes sense for him to stay at Manchester United I don't think it makes sense for Manchester United for him to stay to be honest beyond this season I think we are now moving on I think the, the arrival particularly of Mkhitaryan 
has shown the sort of player we need if in that sort of ten role with you know super pace with and now with with goals as well attached. I think that's that's where we want to go. And I think Rooney does look more and more of a spare part. And it's it, it start the great football careers. So you know, very rarely end in a nice dignified fashion with everyone happy and you know slapping each other on the back. We've seen it time and time again. If you just look at Manchester United, I've, my boyhood hero was Brian Robson. That was a fairly grotty sort of ending for him. You look at the Mark Hughes of this world, suddenly jettisoned out. Roy Keane obviously going up in a ball of fire as he always would. You know, it rarely it rarely ends uh, that, that well. I mean, the likes of Skulls and Gigs were allowed fairly dignified sort of departure. We're, we're very much in the minority. Yeah, and, and it doesn't happen anymore, dignified departures. Uh, also, Arsene Wenger. There you go, I did this for oh, you on yeah. the train on the way here. I thought you'd like this. Six, yeah. uh, the position that we've occupied for months, even with the fantastic undefeated run. Uh, five, fifth is the position that we have now with games in hand mm. over those above us. Four, the last time Manchester United lost a league game was back in October when Chelsea mm. humiliated us 4-0. Wow. Three, yeah. the number of goals scored by players who'd given up goal mouth action, headed by Tito, uh, you know who that is, Valencia, who hadn't scored yeah. since 2014. Two, uh, the victory came without the two marquee signings, Zebra, who's serving the mm. second of his uh, three-game suspensions, and Pogba, who has a hamstring injury. And number one, uh, our manager says, uh, forget about top four, the one thing he would like to win, the Europa Cup. It shows that we're winners, and it gives us automatic entry yeah. into the Champions League in any case. I did that just yeah, for you, I darling. Yeah, that, that, that's, the, that's the mentality of Mourinho, isn't it, as well? That For Mourinho... It's so psychologically depressing to say, well, my target is somehow to finish fourth or third yeah, in the yeah, Premiership. Yeah. That's not the way he's wired. Yeah. So he's got something to go for and say, yeah, I'll win the second best European trophy and I'll get us into the Champions League anyway. So yeah, I And we get into a I Super Cup as well, don't we? Yes, of course. And of course, he's moaned from the early rounds. He was almost trying to sort of get us out of the Europa League, if you remember. So I don't want to be in this tournament. I don't want to be in this tournament. Suddenly it's the quarterfinals. And the bloodhound is sniffing, isn't he? Now he thinks, OK, there, there might be a trophy here. And so just, I think now his attitude has done a bit of a U-turn on that. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Can, I just, can I just ask you a question uh, very quickly? Yeah. Uh, how, how does it feel as a, as a football writer, uh, as a fan, uh, that mm. the, 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 the millions, hundreds of millions, billions of pounds spent in the premiership, supposedly the best league in the world, mm. uh, that the advert, the greatest advert for British-English football in the last eight of the Champions League is Leicester? I know, well, I have to say, um, I obviously wasn't shedding too many tears about Manchester City's fate. I mean, I know that was that magnificent game against Monaco, particularly in the first leg, but I think... I'd, I'm delighted for, for Leicester just going away from United very briefly. I think it's been a bizarre season for them. Um, I'd obviously, like a lot of people, I was sad that Ranieri went. But I have to say, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a romantic story and, and football doesn't have enough of those. I mean, it was an amazing story last season when they won the title. And all yeah, the why is it that I want them to lose then? Have I not been hit with that romantic stick then? Well, Why is it I think they're a bunch of good for nothing? Certainly uh, the two big boys who have started to play unlike they were playing. They yeah, weren't playing yeah. like that. Why is it that you want... It's horrible, isn't it? I'm spiteful. You're the romantic. No, I'm going to go your no. way. I'm going to go your way. Well, football, I mean, look, Trying to be a better footballers, person. Footballers are mercenaries. The idea, they're, not, they're not romantic human beings on the whole. I mean, there are some honourable exceptions. But yeah, yeah we, and it's still hotly debated about how, who did what to ensure that manager's departure. But I'd say... For 
Leicester City fans for the Leicester City Club, uh, I think it's a very romantic and great story. You know, you just don't see that anymore. I'd you know, I'd much rather have them there than a Manchester City or a Chelsea. You know, I think it's uh, or a Liverpool. It's, it's great for the game. Yeah, it's just it's great for the game because it just gets so bloody predictable. And suddenly, when you get something like a curveball like that in there, and you think Leicester City are in the last eight, the you know. Yeah, talk, the Champions League. Good luck to them. Absolutely. Talking about curve balls. What's this I'm hearing about, Sir Alex? Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, it shows Mourinho's confidence as a human being as well. Sir Alex, surprisingly to me, I have to say, it, it attends just about all the away games, never mind all the home games. So he's travelling all over the, the country. I'm in Europe sometimes to watch them. And... Um, Mourinho is now said, well, he's always there, but he never comes into the, uh, the changing room. So uh, let, let's invite, let's, let's get him, let's get him in. So he's now said that Ferguson comes into the dressing room and is, is welcome to speak to the players afterwards, which shows that I mean, you, you could say on one, one argument would be, my goodness, do you really want to let the, the club's most successful ever manager haunt the place like that? But Mourinho's saying, no, I just, I feel that that's an important part of the heritage and that he should be, it's part of the family. He should be there along with Bobby Charlton after the games. And you could argue that I think that's quite an honourable thing to have done. I have to say, from the Ferguson point of view, I, I, I find it quite strange that he, he's wanted to be at so many games. I thought he'd be an occasional presence in the in the executive seating what, what area at Old Trafford. What else is he going to well, do? Well, I know, but he, I, he initially talked about doing all sorts of things in retirement, but he seems really is... His passion, unsurprisingly, he's, he's been going to football matches since he was probably in his late teens. That's been his weekend and his week uh, routine. And it's not one he's going to break now. No, no, no. And we've talked about the past. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about the future and how that might be hampered uh, by injuries. Hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? Uh, well, no, that's that's the acting. <laughs> from behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. Welcome back to the Manchester United Redcast. Lovely to have you with us. My name's Eddie Nestor. I'm here in London. Over in Manchester uh, is Bobby Meakin. We're looking at the Manchester United sides. We've taken the first half uh, looking at what happened with uh, the Russians, Rostov, with uh, Middlesbrough. They look like they're going to go down now. It's difficult to see how they survive. And uh, the coming back, the return of the ghost of, in the form of Sir Alex. Uh, let, let's, uh, before we talk about the next couple of games, and, and let's talk about these injuries then. Uh, because though he may not have been as influential as we mm. would have liked, he certainly runs the midfield when he's in town. Uh, how bad are you hearing this injury to Paul Pogba? Is? Yeah, it's. It, I know. I mean, I, I hope. I mean, because we haven't got a game till April the first. 
are just hoping, like a lot of United fans, that he, that he, he might be back in contention by then. Um, and I know... He's divided opinion. I mean, Mourinho has been, you know, you know, has been hitting out at envious critics who have a go at Pogba. But let's face it, because of his price tag, we know he gets all this attention. But he is an important player um, to United, and you know, obviously, you want him playing games. You want him to settle more and more into the system and be the boss man in that midfield. And uh, we are a lesser team uh, without him, even if we're seeing Pogba. At, Sixty-five percent where we want yeah. him to be. He's yeah. still he's that he is that good. He is. Um, you can see that, can't you? I, I still think there's, and I know I've said it before, in terms of, of Pogba's well, I, I think we're going to have to be uh, still quite brutal over the summer period about the Manchester United midfield and where it goes in terms of we're talking about a standard of a team that we want to be obviously challenging to win a Premiership title, Champions League titles, and we have to read Michael Carrick, of course, wonderful servant that he's been certainly cannot be relied upon again next season anything like this sort of way we're going to have to we really going to have to find a top easier said than done but a top draw holding but, midfielder. But, but yeah you've made this point before but here's the here's the challenge and here's why yeah. it was interesting about Canty because you're going to have to get someone who's proven uh, you know we've taken chance haven't we, we, we even yeah. people who are proven uh, Schneidlin came in as um yeah somebody who who'd done it at Southampton, and just for whatever reason, didn't cut it. No, and Marini again. I thought, and you know, again, Jake spoke about Fossi Men, so I thought it was going to be a big season with Schneiderlin under Mourinho. I thought he was just his source of player, but you're right, it it didn't happen. I would say because Mourinho is our manager, this is a man who has a reputation for having some of the best holding midfielders, you know, in Europe who've played for him. He's always he's found them when you go back to the Macaleleys of this world. Yep. You know, he's he's always been able to dig these players out and uh, Matic obviously you know, did a good job for him at Chelsea as well so I hope his radar is good enough to locate because it was actually Sir Alex had a bit of a blind spot with midfielders I feel a lot of United fans felt that in the, during the latter part of his career every time we said we needed midfielder he'd go out and buy another forward um, but I, I think I think that's that surgery that's needed is required uh, with, I mean Herrera being the other who's been a, as good a season as he's had I still see is is he is he the long term solution as part of a midfield three? Is he good enough? I think he's been great this season, but I do think United have to set the standards very very high and, and be look, looking to have a top draw midfield. I still feel that at times that looks some way away. Yeah, we're going to be linked with everybody in the break, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, we're, going to li- yeah, we are. we're literally going to be linked uh, with everybody. Now, relative to what West Brom have just done to Arsenal. Really well organised team. In fact, mm. they've got a couple of our players up there. The kind of team set plays we're going to have to be careful, aren't we? We certainly are. I, it, that's no easy fixture. Um, I mean, I think. I mean, how depressed I was after the, the Bournemouth draw. I mean, West uh, West Brom, I think, will cause us more problems at Old Trafford. And uh, yeah, they're 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 a good, well managed side with some good players in there. And I, I think United will have to be really. On their game on the day, did to make sure they get the three points. Mm. You know, I did the whole twenty-seven games we've got now, and above us, I think uh, Liverpool have got mm. twenty-nine. But I did the whole points thing, and for the it'd be an interesting game for you to play. Uh, I got us on about eleven points for the rest, and I, I was trying to be as hard and as pessimistic as I could. I got us on eleven mm. points, but but even with that, I think it's still good enough, unless Arsenal have you know, Lazarus type 
kind of yeah. coming back. Which we can't we can't rule out with us no, for the fact no, that they no, you know yeah. they've done it so many times. It's uh, be fool foolhardy. But we've got to. I mean, my my feeling is we have to if we are going to get forget about winning the Europa League. You'd get it to get into the Champions League via premise via the Premiership. We have to finish. It's Liverpool and Arsenal. We have to finish above. Yep. I think they're the two teams, oh, and so. that's no easy thing. I mean, to, I mean, Liverpool. I know may have fallen away recently. They were. They looked a cracking side not long ago. You know, could, could they find? Could they find their? Feet well, they again? do well oh. against a big team. So you're going to watch funny, see yeah. whether or not they are going to be playing any of the big ones. The little ones seem to, you know, they can't get up for the big one, the little ones. Yeah. But the big ones, they certainly do get up for. Uh, and they certainly cause everybody uh, yeah. a, a problem. And it's whether it's whether those Arsenal players really are starting to lose heart and just failing to play for Wenger now. And from our point of view, we have to hope that's the case because that will help United enormously. But I've I've said I know I think I said last week uh, right at the end uh, uh, our our third to last game is away to Arsenal. Our second to last game is away to Tottenham. We're going to have to get. I we we're going to have to at least win one of those. Well, draw yeah, one of the no, others. And I, I, that's what I mean. I've made it uh, really, really tough. Look, looking at it as I am uh, now here now. In terms of those yeah. fixtures, there are some. As you say, let, let's just let me just get this up, and then we'll do this. Yeah. And make sure that everybody can um, see what we've got. So Saturday, first of April, we're at home against West Brom. Fourth uh, of April, we've got Everton, which is never an easy game. I think they got never an lucky, easy game. Lucky draw. Sunderland have something to play for, but one imagines will be too strong. Well, you do the points for me. Let's see what you get. Well, to. I'll tell, I'll tell, well, I'll tell you, yeah. If you, if you if you were sort of being bullish about it, you'd obviously say that United. No, I want you to be wrong. real. I'm going to count. I'm just going to tell you the game, and you okay. tell me the result, and then I'll count right, the points. Say, is that all right? I would say okay. I'll so, so well, Man United, United versus West Brom. Well, that would be a win. Uh, Man United at home versus Everton. I am going to go for a win. Uh, Sunderland versus Manchester United. And again, that would be that be the that be three points. Uh, Premier League Sunday, sixteenth of April, uh, <coughs> which I may Easter weekend. Excuse me. Uh, Manchester Man United, United Chelsea. versus Chelsea. I would go for a draw. Okay, so uh, let's go to the twentieth. Uh, Burnley away. Oh, that that'd be hard. Um, okay, I'd go to United to nick that. I'd go for a win there. You sixteen points. I've got you on already. Yeah, but now okay. let wait a bit. We're waiting it now. Man, Man City versus Man United. I I I think that would be a that'd be a bad day for us. I okay. think City will be United. Uh, and yeah. in the Sunday, the thirtieth of April, Man United. Versus Swansea. Yeah, you've got to go for you've got to go for so three you think, there. See, I only gave us eleven. You've given us nineteen points. Well, you see, I'm optimistic, but then I think I. You see, I I, I imagined us losing one of the games in London, and for uh, I mean, I I think this is where we we could struggle, and I I I could see us coming un, unstuck a bit here with, with with those away games to Arsenal and Tottenham. Arsenal may still be fighting. To get in at this point, we can't discount that. Um, so I, I, I think I, 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 that's why I'm going to be pessimistic and say we'll only get one point from those two games. Okay. Well, <clears throat> just 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 because you know we can today, we've got a little more time. Yeah, <laughs> and then win, and then the, then the victory against Palace at the end would be my guess. 
the, the team really bothering us, really, I suppose, would be Liverpool, right? That would be the, yeah. you know, with all due respect to Arsenal, and they may come back, and yeah. Tottenham may fold. Uh, but, but, but let's just say it's Arsenal, um, Liverpool. Liverpool yeah. have got what is going to be an incredibly tough game against Everton. Everton will fancy their chances there. That's the 1st of April. They've got Bournemouth, which you, you'd expect them to win, but they haven't. Stoke is going to be uh, front oh, up. Stoke and be tough, tough for them. Yeah. Front up, that Stoke away. Uh, West Bromwich, they're playing away. And then you'd expect yeah. them to do well against Crystal Palace, who by then, yeah. who by then one imagines, will, will be safe in the Premiership. Yeah, and they've got they've got they, they've got a rather easier running yes. than United actually in May. But they've got fewer because, games to play. Yeah, I mean, I mean, going to West Ham is never straightforward. But you know, home to Southampton, home to Middlesbrough final game, and Middlesbrough should, will probably be dead and buried. Watford could cause Liverpool problems before that, though. In May, they're they're away to Watford. But yeah, it, United, United having you know consecutive away games to Arsenal then Tottenham. I think that's tough, and that's why I, I fear we will drop points. That's why we'll need to have mopped up plenty of points earlier, and hopefully you know um, put ourselves in a strong position, and then with a win against Palace for the final game of the season. You would hope. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I hope so. All it, conjecture and guess and, and guessing, but yeah, that's uh, that's how it's playing out. If we pitches. don't come top four, it'd be our own flaming point from from this position, sure. surely. I mean, it, it's geared it up for it. We should do it, and I'm more probably more confident now than I've been at any other time uh, in the flaming uh, season. And just finally, and elect g- good draw for us in the Europa Cup. Yeah, I mean, obviously no mugs. I believe they're top of their their league presently um but the whole if you look at if you if you, if you look at the the whole draw now you think well come on it does look for the taking suddenly i mean we know these aren't weak sides but at the same time there's like manchester United are obviously going to be favorites you know you've got we've got andelect you've got um you've got ajax are in there Schalke are in there Schalke uh, final you know, lot to be yeah that'd be a nice final wouldn't it yeah it would be good it would be good so there's, there's obviously some there's some good teams Still in there, um, but Manchester United have a hell of an opportunity to win that. Yeah. Now we've now we've got through. You know, we've got we've got to this the business end of the competition where hopefully everyone's going to be a lot more enthusiastic about it. Yeah. No. I think proper uh, teams now. Us and Leicester. Proper teams now. Uh, us and Leicester holding the uh, fort so far as Europe goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, Bobby, we yeah. got a week off, man. Apparently. I believe there's that other team called England. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Unravel in their usual yeah, farcical yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well, they'll, they'll they'll do really well in the game that doesn't matter, of course. And then, and of then course, they will. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, Bobby, have yourself a fantastic evening. Thanks so much. You've been brilliant yeah. as per normal. Uh, from Bobby over there, in Manchester, me here in Londinium. It's up to us to say until next time. Come on, you Reds. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.